This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. All right. Right now here on Loud and Local, talking to one of the coolest up-and-coming musicians here in the Northwest, Haley Graves. How are you doing today? Good, you. How are you? Doing good, man. So, uh, yeah, we're we're hanging out here. We're doing things via Zoom. Um, where are you right now? I'm in Seattle. I live on Cap Hill. You live on Capitol Hill? Right on, right on. How long have you lived in that area? Oh, I think I'm going on my almost second year. Yeah, this summer will be two years of living on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Cool. So wh- where did you grow up? So I'm originally from a small town in Maine. Oh, wow. And- yeah, I moved here when I was 18. I'm 21 now. Um, the pandemic makes it feel like it was forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I grew up here, or I grew up in Maine, and then uh, I moved here when I was 18 um, and went to college at Cornish. What brought you to Seattle? Uh, college, at Cornish College of the Arts. Cool. So, okay, so what attracted you to Cornish? Uh, I got an email uh saying like hey because of your sat scores mind you my sat scores were not super great okay um we would like to have you and i'm like i think they just knew i was an art student okay nice i think they just knew i was a music student because i don't know i think they just send that email to everyone but yeah, no, I was like, well, I want to be in California. My parents were like, absolutely not. You're, you know, at the time they were like, you're 18. You are not going to LA for college because that's where yeah. I wanted to be. And I'm so glad to this day that they said no to that because, I mean, LA at 18 would not have maybe been the best choice just coming from a small town in Maine. So what small town in Maine? Let's shout out your small town if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from a small town called South Bristol. It has about 800 people, super tiny. So, did you did was there a music scene there? Were there any bands? Well, yeah, there were a few bands. You know, I'd go on and play with a couple bands, like the Gulch. That was my guitar teacher's band. Um, and when I was 18, we did a couple songs together in his band at a few different bars, and that kind of introduced me to the bar scene a little bit more. Um, and I think my last show, or yeah, I guess like my last show before I moved out here, um, I played at a little restaurant called Coastside and it, it's really small. Like it's a really small bar. Yeah. And I promoted the show so well, Mm -hmm. I filled the entire place that it was a fire hazard. Wow. Yeah. 
And I had people basically like coastsides kind of like on a dock, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's on the water. And um, it's not like on a dock, but it's, you know, sure. it's on the water. And there was a lot of people standing outside and people were getting like kind of kicked out being like, hey, you can't come in. We have too many people. Yeah. And so people stood outside and had to like watch from the window. And it was like a 15 minute set I did. I did like three or four songs and the bar was just packed. Like you couldn't walk. Like you could walk a little but it was so hard to like move. And I'm just like, now if I go back home and play, I don't think I can play in a small venue like that ever again. Well, I mean, what's quite a going away show, right? Yeah, it was, it was quite the going away show. Yeah, definitely. I put up posters all over like my hometown. That's awesome. Nobody did that back then too. Like nobody like in my hometown did Mm -hmm. that kind of thing really for their bands or if they did, they didn't do it, you know, a lot. And I just remember like making my parents like take me to the different like grocery stores um, yeah. and different like libraries, you know, in the county. Mm-hmm. And I just kept putting up posters left and right. I think I may have even put a QR code on some of that. Yeah. That was before, you know, everybody was doing QR codes. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a really cool time. <laughs> That's awesome. So what got you into music? What got you into playing uh, an instrument and, and, and wanting to be a, be a rocker? What got you into music? Do you want the truth or do you want to lie? <laughs> tell me a lie and tell me the truth. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be honest here. I was really into Justin Bieber when I was sure. a little- and he was kind of the reason why I started playing guitar. You're a believer. Not anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. But when I was 11, I was. And mm-hmm. so I um, I started playing acoustic guitar because of him. Cool. And then I switched to electric because I got into Green Day. Okay, awesome. Yes. You know what's funny is I got into Green Day too, but I I'm a lot older than you, so I got into when uh when I was growing up, my sister got like the like kind of like you know teeny bopper magazines that had all the posters with them. Oh my god! And uh, she had like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and all these you know cute boys, and then she would give me the Green Day posters because she thought they looked weird. And, <laughs> and so I got into like Dookie and Insomniac and. And you probably fell in love with like American Idiot, right? I actually did. I actually did. When I was 14, I fell in love with American Idiot. And oh my God, I knew that album inside and out. I think that summer, I spent the entire summer like of my like freshman year of high school, like going into freshman year of high school, spending every day learning every song off American Idiot. And nice. now I can't, I can't fully like listen to that album in one sitting anymore. Cause I think yeah. I ruined it for myself. Um, and like, that was, you know, like eight years ago. And like, now I'm like, I still can't fully get through the entirety of it. And I think that's why Dookie's probably my favorite album now. <laughs> Have you seen Green Day before? Yeah, I've seen that's them twice awesome. in concert. I saw them in Worcester, Massachusetts at okay. the Center when I was 16. And awesome. then I saw them uh, last summer when they came here at the Hello Mega Tour. And Ooh, I went Lisa. very, very, very last minute. It was so unplanned. I was like, well, I'm just going to go. Yeah. And my parents were like, you know, my parents are back home in Maine. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, 
you don't get out much. Go. <laughs> like, yeah. go. And I was like, I don't know. I'm too tired to go. And my parents were like, Haley, just You got to go. go. They're like, you like Green Day. And I was like, but it's like, you know, we're coming out of this pandemic. My parents are like, go. Just you like them. <laughs> YOLO. Just do it. So, okay, so you make this cross-country move pretty much the furthest you can get while still being in the continental United States. Yeah. Uh, the furthest you can get all the way over here to Seattle, Washington. What was your first um, – what's the first thing you you remember about Seattle music? What was your first you know, musician you met or the first show you went to? What was your first kind of impression of Seattle music? Um. Wow. I think I have to think back on that for a second. No problem. Um, you know, I had joined the Seattle Musicians Facebook group. Yeah. When I was 18. And I remember posting in there like, hey, I'm Haley. I'm 18. I'm moving to Seattle. I'm going to college at Cornish. Like, mm-hmm. tell me about the rock scene, you know, the pop punk scene. And at the time, Atrocity Girl was looking for another guitar player. Yeah. At the time, and I think they had just been, I don't know if they were just starting out or what their story was at that point, but I know they were looking for another guitar player and I had said, you know, I was interested, but then I got too tied up with college and Mm -hmm. I was unable to commit to them and help them out in that way. But we're all still really close friends. Um, So so you got to Seattle and and did you get to see any shows? Local shows? I didn't go to any shows at that time. And that's probably one of my biggest regrets from when I first moved to Seattle. Okay. Um, At the time, another band, the high steppers, they were looking for a sub on guitar. Yeah. Ours was going to be out. And so I went up and rehearsed with them. And then I ended up spraining my elbow back back home um, or back to my dorm room. And so I was unable to play with them that show too. So I didn't really get to go out much because I was so tied up with college, but I wish I had made more time to go out and go to shows. And it's hard when you're 18 and there's not a lot of like venue too. Well, screw that. You're, you're all over the place. Now you're, you're playing, you're all over the place. You're, I see you're always promoting shows playing. uh, You're playing a big one at Alma Mater of the Alma rooftop on July 15th. That's my birthday uh, with King Youngblood. And uh, that's down in Tacoma. So, uh, you know, you're always playing shows. Um, When did you first uh, start playing in Seattle? So I released my first EP a year ago. Almost a year ago. Under the name Haley Graves. Yeah. That was, I think, the most uh, powerful thing for myself that I have done. I think for me, I had just started writing songs. And I think it was a moment where I was like, okay, this is what you want to do. This is what you're going to do. Let's see where it goes. You've been playing guitar a long time. Let's try songwriting. And so I um, I wrote my song, She Thinks My Pop Punk is Cringy. And actually the summer I moved to Seattle, I also wrote my song Problem. Um, mm. But I never thought I was going to do anything with it. I, I had it, but I just, I didn't think it was going to be anything. And so when I was writing the EP for She Thinks, I happened to have She Thinks and Problem all ready to go. And I was like, well, this is what we're going to do. And so I recorded the EP with my producer, uh, Amit. And um, I think playing that first show was at uh, Taking Black Pride last year. Awesome. 
Yeah. And I think for me, it was just a moment where I was not only around like black people, but I was also around black queer people. Yeah. And you know, there's a lack of representation of that in Maine. So for me, it was a moment where I got to just embrace myself. And it was so hot that day, too. It yeah. was 100 degrees out. So, you know, you're a part of this, like, wow, that's got to be so just, just uh, so, so inspiring to be a part of this, you know, community that you're a part of and, and, you know, underrepresented communities and, and just coming together and, and you just coming out and, and just rocking and playing your tunes, your original tunes. That's got it. That's, that's a beautiful thing. So congratulations for, you know, feeling that and, and for getting it going. That's, that's freaking inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that greatly. I don't think the EP was out at that point. And so I had to kind of like leak one of my own songs. Sure. That show. Um, but it was definitely, it was definitely a moment yeah. where I felt so powerful. And I was just like, I'm in front of my own culture, finally, because Maine's predominantly white. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have any friends who were black growing yeah. up. And so I just remember being on that stage at Taking Black Pride and it was just a moment for me where I was like, wow, this is what being around other people of color is like. That's beautiful. That's amazing. And uh, I'm so glad, you know, you found that here in Seattle, especially, you know, such a supportive uh, community for you. And, um, you know, why don't you shout out some of the um, friends or musicians or artists you've you've made here um, in Seattle? Totally. Uh, Black Ends, I'm going to start. Yeah. Is a very close friend. They are super sweet, um, very encouraging too. I sent them a video of me playing guitar um, that I'm preparing to do at one of my shows soon. And they were like, this is so good. And I think a lot of people in Seattle, I've come to realize like they care about the music, less about, you know, if this person is using the right finger on the right fret, mm-hmm. kind of thing and you know going to music school for a couple years I dropped out um going to music school for a couple years I think it gets really ingrained into us that you know if we're not doing it right we're doing it so wrong yeah well you know it's the passion you know it's the passion and it's not always you know the the most technically you know it doesn't have to be technically perfect but it's the passion you know and that that's what at least what I, attracts me you know coming from you know growing up in in punk and in and, and hardcore music you know a lot of those a lot of those bands just the three chords you know but it's so much energy and passion so yeah, i love it where i'm at with my guitar playing i love playing pop punk on guitar i'm also a little bit of a jazz guitarist um, oh awesome time to time <laughs> and blues a little bit i guess um so you know i do more than just pop punk on guitar but that's my main like thing i do when it comes to guitar but that's what you love so what is it about pop punk that you love so much for me it's just the energy yeah for me, it's definitely the energy. Um, I I feel like because I grew up with a lot of pop music, mm-hmm. and then you know I had that switch to Green Day, which you know people debate if Green Day is like pop punk or punk rock. You know, I think they walk a fine line of it. Um, I think kind of growing up, you know, with that, and then like you know Bieber, and kind of like crossing that. Sure. And- kind of end up just falling in love with pop punk once you have a crossover like that 
Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to go into one of your songs. Uh, and this song is She Thinks My Pop Punk's Cringy, uh, which is one of the debut songs you were talking about from your first uh, couple songs. So I'm curious, who is she? Is this a true story? It is. It okay. Is. Can you tell me? Are, are you okay with telling me the story? I'm open. I'm open. I had an all ex partner right. who didn't like my taste in music all that much. And she would always tell me, like, that it was cringy and like, you know, in a playful way, make fun of it. Sure. And I was like, you know what? You just, you think my taste in music is cringy? Fine. I'm going to write a song about it. And so I did. <laughs> and I actually was um, talking with a few of my friends, um, you know, when school had just gotten back in session um, for the year. And a few of my friends and I were just, you know, talking about our partners. And I was like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend thinks my pop punk is cringy. And I was like, hey, guys, I have the perfect song title. Yeah. I need to go write this song right now. And I'll be back maybe in an hour or two. And so I ran to my dorm room. And I think all the lights were off. And I turned my phone on to silent. I was like, okay, nobody bother me. And I sat there and I just wrote. And it just flowed. You know, yeah. it just came to me naturally. And so I remember, I think it was either later that night or the next day, I went to a friend who was in the dorm with me and I went up to them and I said, okay, I wrote a song. It's not great, but I want you to hear it. And I played it for my friend and my friend was like, this is actually kind of good. <laughs> and so, um, and I think the other thing for me, I also played it for my guitar teacher and mm -hmm. I felt like, that was just a powerful moment too, where I was like, Hey, we've been working all summer on songwriting. And, um, and he basically was like, yeah, this is great. And so he, he liked it a lot and it made me really happy that he did. So, yeah. Well, let's find out who else likes it a lot. That's awesome. Let's play <laughs> it. All right. So it's KISW's Latin local. We're going to play some Haley Gray's and she thinks my pop punk's cringy. It's Latin local here on the rock.
someday. And I just want it to you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Haley Graves, she thinks my pop punk's cringy. You heard the story from Haley herself. And uh, now we're going to be, uh, you know, chatting a little bit more about pop punk. So, Haley. Yes. Top three. Haley Graves, top three pop punk bands of all time. My f- your favorites. All time low. Okay. Neck deep. Okay. And I would probably say the story so far or the Wonder Years. Okay. Nice. Okay. The, the oh, Payday Parade. They should be number one. I literally have them tattooed on my arm. Who is it? Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade. Have them tattooed on my arm. They should be number one. There you go. <laughs> I was just listening to a band called No Pressure, which the singer yeah. of, yeah, the singer of Story So Far, it's kind of like his hardcore band. Yes, 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 yes. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Well, okay. So you've played a bunch of shows. What have been your favorite, uh, what have been your favorite venues and favorite shows to play? Oh boy. I have played a lot of shows over the last year. Yeah. Um, so many memories, so many great memories. You mm-hmm. know, there's a couple where I've been like, ooh, that, that didn't go so well. But I think it's all part of it. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, you know, I'm just learning, I'm growing, you know, mm-hmm. as I do each show, I'm still figuring out what's working, what's not. Um, but I think my favorite show was uh, at Cafe Racer. Awesome. I'm not just saying that because I work there. I really. <laughs> My favorite show I played was my first headlining show over there. Um, I think the energy was amazing. I had dancers with me, which was so cool. Nice. I, yeah, dancers and pop fun, super dope. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. And then, um, yeah, I think for me, uh, that was my first headlining show. Wow. For me, it was just kind of like, I don't know, a big deal in a lot of ways because it was like wow i'm only get one first uh headlining show and that's your first headlining show so that's yeah and it's where i work too (laughs) and you had dancers holy crap yeah yeah 
It was that stage though is kind of small for when you have mm-hmm. a full band. Oh and, yeah, and dancers. So my guys, they had to like my like uh, bass player and guitarist at the time. They went on the floor and like just you know they were playing while the dancers were on stage. I was on stage and my drummer was on stage. Yeah. Um, it was quite the setup. <laughs> so even though it is Haley Graves. There are other people in Haley Graves. Why don't you introduce us to the people that you play with and, and how'd you meet them? So funny story. I don't fully have a committed band. I okay. Okay. Out, but I would say it's cool though, because it's, you know, different people. I get to meet different people. I get to play with different people. Sure. Um, you know, I have a bass player, Andrew, who is super committed. Um, my guitarist Hunter is super committed um and drummers you know they're hard to find around here in seattle how do you find them seattle musicians okay nice (laughs) kurt roy's group (laughs) i like it but uh you know and just kind of word of mouth too you know just kind of around um are you looking for a drummer i mean yes because there's a lot of local musicians that listen to this show yes yes i am always looking for drummers um i have someone right now who seems to be pretty committed to me but headed off to college in september um so that's kind of where that's at but you know in september i'm going to be taking a little breather from shows and kind of focusing on uh getting some shows down in LA and getting nice um you know other places that aren't seattle or washington as a whole well, so locally, on recently on Facebook, you mentioned that you're never going to straighten your hair again. I got to say your hair is badass. That is like you can headbang hard with that, that hair of yours. Like, nice. Yeah, that'd be a shame to have to straighten that. Yeah, no, that was that was really a time growing up. I think Maine, you know, not to be shady towards Maine here, but I think Maine doesn't have a lot of culture. Yeah. And I grew up in a very old county. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the oldest county in Maine. And so it's predominantly white as well. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people had never really seen, you know, I'm technically biracial and Latinx. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people had seen a light-skinned Black person before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is true. But I don't think a lot of people had seen someone so comfortable in their identity in that kind of way. And so, you know, I was always different, you know, because of the way I kept my hair. I never straightened it. And I would always constantly get told that I'd look so good with my hair straight, that I should wear my hair up and all these different things about my hair. And so all those comments kind of stuck with me. And by the time I was 18, I was like, enough is enough. And, you know, this was back when I was like into guys, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gay. Sure. Um, you know, back when I was like more so into guys than I was into girls, um, you know, I wanted to look attractive to guys, if that makes any sense. Oh, I understand. And I didn't feel pretty enough. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I had a conversation with someone and they said, well, you know, Washington's pretty white as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you should totally straighten your hair or, so- or something like that. Or, you know, there isn't much black representation. It was something along the lines of that. Yeah. So um, 
I was like, okay, fine. You know, if Washington's going to be like Maine, which it is totally not. Um, I was like, if Washington's going to be like Maine, I'm going to go straighten my hair um, and keep it straight. And so I went to a salon in Maine and a white woman straightened my hair, didn't know what she was doing. She really just didn't. And she straightened my hair, cut it while it was straight, which is something you just don't do to Afro Latinx hair or just curly hair in general. Um, She cut it while it was straight. And so when I hopped back in the shower the next day, my hair went back to the way it was. Okay. And it was five times shorter. (laughs) Wow. So it, it was a really hard hit because my hair was so long and yeah. it was good for when I was playing guitar and rocking out. It was yeah. like one thing about me that I really loved at the time. So now I've had to grow to love, you know, what this is, um, you know, slowly I'm getting used to it. But it's definitely days I'll look in the mirror and be like, wow, I miss how my hair used to be. If you're listening and, and you know and everyone's listening and they don't see, but Haley has this badass head of just like luxurious curly red hair, and you can just picture it headbanging. So, you know, it's it's that's why I just thought it was so cool that you could just own it and just like own your your you know your your personality and your and your yourself. And I just thought it was an awesome thing. So. Uh, that's awesome that you can, you know, be so supported in this Northwest music scene and just be yourself. It's a beautiful thing. And like it, like, you know, like you were mentioning with taking black pride and, and then just being on stage and just owning it all. So congratulations for all of that. It's so cool to see. Um, you know, so recently I saw also, uh, that you were talking about how how weird it is for you know artists to put their music on TikTok, and uh, you know they won't get much traction. But then you do a lip syncing thing. You know what, what were you? What was your experience with that? If you don't mind. No, I'm a huge Demi Lovato fan. Okay, Demi Lovato. They're my favorite singer. They're my sure. idol. Just they've been my idol since I was like ten. Mm-hmm. And so I. Um, I was watching a video of Demi eating a cake and, you know, for a long time, Demi has had their struggles with eating disorders. They've had, you know, their mm-hmm. struggles with drugs, alcohol. Um, and one of the things Demi has talked about many times is the fact that they had a toxic team um, where they would control what Demi would eat. And so Demi wrote a song recently called Melon Cake about that um and it's just celebrating the fact that they fired their toxic team and now they're free to eat whatever they want and it's just a celebration of that yeah and so basically demi recently released a new song um i was watching this video of demi eating cake and it had like the title of the song and the song in the background And I was just, you know, making this little, like, duet video um, on TikTok. And, like, a duet is where, like, the screen is split. Yep, yep. Um, And so I'm, like, reacting, like, cheering Demi on, being like, yeah, eat the cake. It's so awesome. Like, you know, just cheering me on. And I posted it. And I think I checked back, like, three hours later. And it had 1,300 views. And I was like okay, like some of my TikToks have popped off on just some random stuff. 
And then about 24 hours later, I popped back on TikTok. Next thing I know, this thing has like 5,000, 6,000 views and it blew my mind. And I was like, well, I wonder what would happen if I just like post a video of me playing guitar right now, since like this video is like popping off. And so I posted a video of me playing guitar and it got like a hundred views. And I was like, really? (laughs) A video of me reacting to a celebrity (laughs) eating cake? Well, you know what they like now. Yeah, that's what I've come to realize. And it seems to be a lot of videos of me reacting to Demi Lovato seem to pop off. So that's exciting. Currently, that video, I looked at it about an hour or two ago, has 12,300 views at this moment in time. All right. So make way for the Haley Reacts uh, influencer uh, TikTok and YouTube channel. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. So uh, July 15th, again, uh, with King Youngblood at the Alma Rooftop in Tacoma. Uh, what, what, what do you got going on this summer? What are you looking forward to uh, this summer in, in Seattle? Uh, this summer, um, you know, well, as we are recording this interview, I'm looking forward to Pride. I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, Barboza. I'm looking forward to just being in Seattle with everything opened up because mm-hmm. I've been here since, you know, six months before the pandemic. So I've had two years of everything being on lockdown. Yeah. And now it's kind of exciting to be like, wow, I get to experience Seattle as a whole. Yep. Um, you know, I don't have anything too, too set in stone right now, but definitely taking some time this summer and just kind of soaking it all in and just enjoying um you know what seattle has to offer that i didn't get to see um before covid happened absolutely well we look forward to seeing you again july 15th in tacoma and if you want to stay updated you can follow Haley graves on all the social medias is there ones that you prefer to to post to uh tiktok you know (laughs) twitter instagram what what are your preferred ways that people follow you is my favorite Um, instagram okay graves official um, everything is Haley Graves official. Cool. Right on. Well, you have the most pop punk name, AKA like Haley from Paramore, you know? Yes. I get that often. Haley has <laughs> such a cool way of spelling her name though. Haley Williams is so cool. Very cool. All right. Well, we're actually going to play a song here and, uh, this one is called pop punk princess. Can, do you have a story about this one? Is this dedicated I to another do. partner? Yes. I have a story about this song. I okay. met this girl. Um, I met this girl online because, you know, it's 2022 and that's how you meet people. Um, and actually good Charlotte reposted one of her videos on their Instagram. And one of my friends who actually was my roommate at the time, he was like, send her a message. Like, don't be afraid to do that. And so I did. And, you know, we talked for a while and then I was like, I could write a song about this. This is, you know, this is intriguing. And um, I went to bed one night and I woke up with the first line of like pop punk princess in my head. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's really cringy. Like that's no, this is not happening. And so for three days, the Hey Beautiful, What's Your Name was just in my head for so long as well as the chorus. And I was like, okay, I'm going to write this. So I sat down on the couch and just, I wrote it. And one of my friends helped me kind of write the song a little better. Basically she helped co-write it and we came up with some better lines than what I originally had. And 
we brought the story to life. Um, Amit played bass on the song as well, which is super cool. Um, and yeah, it's probably my favorite song, which is so funny because for so long I was so scared about performing it. But <laughs> All right. Well, here's Pop Punk Princess Catch Haley at July 15th in Tacoma at Alma Rooftop. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, beautiful, what's your name? I want to know you get inside your brain. Tell me everything about yourself. I want to know you like no one else. Hey, beautiful, tell me your name. I see you coming closer over my way She's a pop-up princess Every skater boy's mistress I could never ask for less She's no damsel in distress She's got long hair and tattoos I think I wanna make a move She's a pop-up princess And I could never ask for less She shows up to work in ripped jeans They're all torn up from the seams But what she doesn't see This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.